0: Dustin Five Star here letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at ceritolive.com or find us wherever you get your podcast and take that subscribe button to Slap City.
1: Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday Funday at Laughlin Yard.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of Rhythm and blues. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin 5 Star.
2: It's time to talk wrestling on the radio. Welcome into the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito, your hero. Join alongside, us, always, my tag team partner, your Grizzlies MC, Dustin Five Star.
0: Just call me Poe today after Memphis Grizzlies Dustin Star Wars night <laughs> last night. I was Poe, man. It was a lot of fun. And if you guys missed it, and I know that you missed it, Kevin, because you were probably working. I had doing to work. Some yeah. bingo or trivia or something like that. How but go here, you
2: talk about it like
0: that. Go to MemphisGrizzlies.com and look in the video section. There is an epic battle where the evil empire in Darth Natch tried to take over. FedEx Foreman tried to steal the Memphis Hustle 10-day mascot contract, Kevin. And, of course, Luke Grizzwalker had to save the day once again. But how did it end? What about the epic battle, Kevin? You've got to go to grizzlies.com and check it out. It was awesome. What a night. And I'm not even a big Star Wars fan. I'm a Dustin Star Wars fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, that was the best game ops night of the year up until wrestling Wrestling night. Wrestling wrestling night's going to
2: blow it away, I promise you. Dustin, Star Wars does sound like that should be a card locally at some point. Or five Star Wars night. And I'll tell you, Mm -hmm.
0: um, back when me and Dundee were doing our our program with uh, Wildfire Wrestling, there was actually a graphic. Yeah, it was like Star Wars. Yeah. With two R's. Star Wars? Five Uh, star versus superstar, and it just
2: never happened that way. (laughs) It was pretty cool, though. It was pretty cool, I have to admit. Wrestling night at FedEx Forum is approaching. It will be here Uh, Before you know it, we're off next week for Christmas. Next weekend is Christmas weekend, so we will not have a show, but we will be back in two weeks where we will talk to Jason Potter, the Vince McMahon of Grizzlies Wrestling Night will join us to preview that. That is going to be awesome, and you better ask all the hard-hitting questions because
0: I tell you what, fans, you guys listening here that keep up with the program, Kevin talks to me about this. He is constantly booking Wrestling Night all the time. So when we have the Vince McMahon (laughs) of Wrestling Night on, you gotta you gotta pitch all those ideas to him. I'm gonna pitch them. Ideas. Ask the hard questions.
2: Get get something out of him. Well, some of them I don't want to pitch on air because then I don't think they'll happen. If I right. pitch them on air, <laughs> I gotta pitch them like behind the scenes. I'm pitching ideas. I don't know why I'm not on this booking committee. Well, your crowns, your crowns made it the as a giveaway. It, yeah, that was one of your. Um, we have, one of your. Ideas. We have great influence on what happens on Grizzlies Wrestling Night, and I was the King's going to be there. We know that already. The King Jerry Lawler, and that's the same weekend that Raw comes to Memphis. Yes, so and. Well, and the same weekend of Wrestle Kingdom, where it's Jericho that versus Kenny Omega is, is happening awesome. that weekend as well. It is a enormous wrestling weekend in this town. So what is it? January the fourth at Lander Center for the Memphis
0: hustle. That will be a wrestling night. Then January fifth at FedEx Forum, of course, that's the biggest wrestling night of the year. Biggest Wrestling uh, show of the year in Memphis, right locally,
2: and it happens on the fifth day of the year. In <laughs> the, the fifth, five January five. Go. Oh, what a coincidence!
0: That's perfect for you. Yeah. A couple days later, Monday night Raw. You're exactly right. It's going to be an awesome week of pro wrestling. And in
2: between, out. there were that with the Jer- the big Jericho uh, versus Kenny Omega match. You know, all the all the wrestling uh, hipster fans, all the nerds, going to be talking about that one. Yeah,
0: and I also think that after that match happens, we're going to see not only Jericho back in WWE, but I also think that Kenny Omega will finally make his way to the WWE.
2: After that match? After that match.
0: I don't know about the contracts and all that kind of stuff, Kevin, but I just know that WWE has an eye on Kenny Omega, and I really think that that's one of the reasons Jericho is going there to wrestle
2: him. Well, I mean... Put it all together, you know? It's got us talking about New Japan, which we never, ever... Ever, ever do on this show. Nicely done. Okay, so here, here is the here is the card for uh, today's program. So coming up, we've got Andrew Goldstein. He joins us before every WWE pay-per-view. There is a pay-per-view tomorrow. It's not that interesting, but there's some interesting stuff that could happen. Real quick, a question. Why would
0: they bring Clash of Champions back before, you know, make it a pay-per-view event before Starcade? I mean, it is... With five starcade, right. it so, why isn't
2: Starcade the pay per view? Yeah, why didn't point. they
0: switch it? Especially since all the cool stuff that they did at Starcade and it wasn't televised
2: on WWE Network. None of us even saw it unless you were there live. So, starcade so, should have been because it would happen in December. Yeah, so it should be the December pay per view. It's got the word star in it because they're always calling everybody superstars with two R's, by the way. They're, really, so they're always it calling is? calling everybody superstars. So I think Starcade would have made sense for the WWE branding. Yeah. Yeah, we'll ask Andrew Goldstein Because the Clash of Champions, it's not that's not really what's happening uh, at the pay-per-view. Yeah, that was the last one. So we'll talk to Andrew about that and other WWE uh, news stories today. We were supposed to be joined by Scott Bowden, former manager of Jerry the King Lawler. If you listen to last week's show, we announced that. Uh, unfortunately, his sister uh, passing away. Scott is in town, but of, of course, uh, spending yeah. time with family, unable to be here. Uh, but he did say he wants to come on and yeah. will... We'll make it happen at some point very when he's back visiting Memphis.
0: Yeah, very unfortunate. Thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. He's taking care of family business, and that's what he should be doing. Right. So we'll, get him in, we'll get him in here.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, always a, he's always a fun, entertaining, informative guest. This guy knows his Memphis wrestling history. He was a part of Memphis wrestling history. Has so a great so. podcast, too, where yeah, he talks Brandon, a lot about it. The Kentucky Fried Wrestling Podcast. You should check that out. So Scott Bowden, unfortunately, can't be here. Uh, well, our next show, as I mentioned, uh, Dustin, we will have Jason Potter on, but we also um, scheduled to be joined by someone from WWE. Ooh,
0: and I've heard, I've heard the rumors, I've heard the rumblings. It, it, it all I could do to bite my tongue not to tell the listeners because this know, is going to be good. awesome. Yeah. This
2: is going to be huge, huge. So we're off next week, but we will have wrestling, uh, wrestling night preview, and a WWE superstar with us when we return. In two weeks. Also, we'll be previewing Monday Night uh, Raw the next week. So it's going to be so busy. So busy on the show. Yeah. So busy. What? So let's get into some plugs real fast. What do you have happening right now? Where are you going to be besides Grizzlies games?
0: Well, of course, the Boston Celtics are in town tonight. So I'll be there at FedEx Forum. And also, you know, I've gotten a lot of mentions about um, this Poncho's cheese dip commercial. Have you seen that, Kevin? I saw you tweeting about Poncho's. Is that commercial airing already? The commercial is already airing. So people at the Give forum the other day was, what, do you, what do you say? Well, uh yeah. you you just have to you just have to have go to on go, go on uh, Maria at the Maria Star. A, She's actually catch, posted over. Is believe. there a catchphrase?
2: Maria's posted the poncho's commercial. Yeah, l- well, hey, let's go to the moon and bring all the chips. That's a line? That's a line. Yeah. Uh, it was actually
0: very cool, man. Everybody loves Poncho's cheese dip. It was fun shooting that because I got to eat a lot of Poncho's cheese dip. But then also we announced this week that we will be taking place me and my Maria, the power couple. The CW30 Stars. we got so many nicknames, Kevin, but we're going to be at TupeloCon coming up in April. And the cool thing about that is Josh Turner, one of the saviors in The Walking Dead, will be there. And apparently he thinks he's going to step in the ring. So, of course, I have a little bit of an issue with that. So hopefully we'll have a a guest from The Walking Dead coming up sometime in the near future. But TupeloCon, I'll give you more information about that as we get closer. But that's coming up in April, and it is a big, big a uh, comic con that takes place in
2: Tupelo, obviously. Yeah, that's a that's a long way away. Yeah. All right. We did promise we will announce the uh, next our next event here, our next live event on Cerita Live, the wrestling hour. Of course, we're here every Saturday uh, at eleven a.m. from eleven to noon. Uh, if you, of course, you don't have to listen live if you can't listen live because sometimes you're busy. Like you might be watching the Tiger basketball game right now. I don't know. All
0: right. Right. And uh, man, <laughs> there's no excuse to ever miss a show. Like last week, we had Doctor Tom Pritchard, the former. Head trainer for WWE NXT. He came on and he talked about the past, present, and future. Or, should I say, then, now, <laughs> and forever on NXT. He had some great stories about, you asked him about his release and who broke the news to him. Also got a little bit in there with Bill DeMott. If you know any of the past of the uh, the training out there, Bill DeMott, there's a lot of stories. And Dr. Tom talked a little bit about that. Also talked about Jinder Mahal. There was a really interesting story that he told where uh, he Took a or a picture was sent to him of Jinder uh, getting really sick from the night before. And when he won the world championship, uh, Dr. Tom actually texted him that picture. And that was a really interesting story. You have to do that. He he talked about that and a whole lot more. And then also from CBSSports.com, Adam Silver, is it Steen? Stein. Stein? Wait a minute. Steen.
2: Steen? Because we have Stein We today. have
0: Steens and Steins. But anyway, he joined us. He's from CBSSports.com in this corner podcast. He gave his expert analysis on NXT because, as you know, that NXT Memphis was here last night. How was the reports for that? I had to work. You had to work. We couldn't make it out there. Actually, the reports were really good. They were actually really good. I got some tweets last night and some some texts for some friends. Um, Minglewood Hall was jam-packed. Now, I did hear that uh, the seats were all full and there were people standing around and stuff. But when we went a couple of years ago, the first time they were at Minglewood Hall— it felt like that the crowd was was much more was much full more full yeah where you had a standing where we were shoulder to shoulder that day but uh, I saw some videos and some pictures looked really good Cassius Ono and the NXT champion Andre Almas had an awesome match where they paid tribute to Memphis wrestling
2: and you know any Memphis so the wrestling. match they did because I saw the tweet from Ono yeah yeah well yeah that was pretty cool he, he said how can I make my match tonight at NXT as Memphis as possible well concession stand. Anyone have a chain I can borrow? Can we get some stripes for Jerry Calhoun?
0: There you go, a Jerry Calhoun plug. Yeah, that's he great. He knows his Memphis, and apparently they knew it all too well because they, they used powder in they their match. They used powder, that's very Memphis. Yeah. They used the chain in their match. Right. And then also I heard that, that Cassius Ono popped the strap. Hopped on the middle rope and dropped the fist a la Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. Wow.
2: So they had like a Memphis trivia match last night. That's cool. If you were at NXT last night, feel free to tweet us. I'm at Cerrito Dustin's at Dustin Star. You can text 67129. That's 67129. Uh, maybe we'll read your stuff before we get out of here today. As yeah. You, if you got any uh, there were also more a, insight from the show last night, both of us, we both had to work, had yeah. to miss it. And um, lots of comments about Aleister Black
0: and just how over he was with the people. And, um, you know, I also heard a lot of people say that the roster didn't look as strong as what it has in the past. And you know, well, I mean, that's... you
2: mentioned the first NXT show in Memphis; that was one of their strongest rosters in history oh my when gosh. they came here. Finn Balor, yeah, Nia and, Jax, Bailey, it was loaded. And last time they brought in, you know, you still had Bobby Roode, who had the the entrance that everybody wanted to see. You needed to pay Shinsuke? To see the entrance. I mean, you it
0: was so, loaded. Um, but anyways, uh, talking back about um, the previous show. So if you missed last week or any other week, go to CerritoLive.com or wherever you get your podcast. Take that subscribe button to Slap City. And also, while you're there, we
2: deserve it. Give us a five-star review. Right. And we've, got, we've talked to Million Dollar Man Ted, Ted DiBiase recently, Coco Beware. And, and last week's show, it, it's it's our NXT preview. But it's really – I mean, we talked about so much more yes. uh, than just – uh, NXT, which the forced- stories with these guys, especially a guy like Dr. Tom, he had all sorts of old school
0: Memphis wrestling stories, WWE stories. So we weren't just talking about NXT for a full hour. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff mixed in there. So you got to go back and check that out.
2: I'm trying to find your punches cheese dip commercial. We're just gonna have to look on the commercial. And, and pull that up. So we're about to start getting into some some big uh quest, uh, big topics here uh, in regards to uh, WWE because they said it was WWE week on the USA Network, but Dustin, we've been calling it what TMZ week.
0: Yes, it was definitely TMZ week. <laughs> so uh, many
2: stories on TMZ. WWE. But uh, before we do that, Duke, so we got to announce the next wrestling trivia. People have been asking you have you will be entering number thirty. That's exactly right. I will be your Royal Rumble, your trivia Rumble champion once again. So we'll start taking RSVPs on this coming Friday. So you can go to CerritoTrivia.com. You can find all the links at Facebook.com slash Cerrito But the Wrestling Trivia Rumble, the trivia night that started it all as far as the—
0: Oh, yeah, you changed the game with this. I will give you props. You changed the game with this one.
2: Uh, so you compete as an individual. Explain people how this works. Yeah, were, so
0: basically, number one and number two will start out. Number will, one and number two. Yeah, you'll have a well, that's, just just like the just like the royal. Yeah, yeah, you'll have a dry race board. Uh, Kevin asks a question. You'll write your answer on the dry race board. If you both get it correct, you stay in, and entry number three will come in. The those of you who get it wrong, you could have ten people in the rumble at the same time, and if five of them get the answer incorrect, they sit down, and that's how it goes. It's elimination style. You go. All the way till it's done. Last man standing. So, just like the real Royal Rumble, if you draw number one or if you draw early, man, you got a lot of questions to answer. But if you're like me, because I'm smart, I'm from Hollywood, and you get the 30th entry into the Royal Rumble or the Trivia Rumble, I've got it easy. It's it's like a cakewalk, Kevin.
2: Yeah. And you – I deserve this since you screwed me over last time. Due to what happened at the wrestling trivia series, Dustin – has been awarded the number thirty entrant, uh, so okay. congratulations! I mean, you've got you're going to enter number thirty, but it's so, the over the top rope? So, Kevin,
0: what do we win? In? Is it a championship? Battle. Is it a trophy? Is it something?
2: You should just go ahead and engrave it for me now, and you should just give well, it to me now. There, there will be prizes. There will be prizes, of course, for. Uh, who knows what the first elimination prize is. Those are always fun, but there will be prizes for first elimination. There will be a prize for whoever lasts. An Ellsworth the, shirt. Whoever lasts the longest in the Rumble will get a prize. Whoever, uh, of course, wins. That's cool, yeah. Um, and a lot of that to be announced. But we'll be doing it. We'll be going down at the Memphis May Tap Room again. We're returning for the third consecutive wrestling trivia night in Cooper Young at the Memphis May Taproom. Um, so go ahead, mark your calendars the Thursday before... Uh, the Royal Rumble. So the Thursday before, it's the 25th of January. Uh, The Thursday before the Royal Rumble will be there, eight o'clock bell time. Um, There'll be, of course, a food truck. You can order pizza next door. Lots of different food order items uh, when you play trivia at the Memphis Made Tap Room. So there'll be a food truck on site, pizza next door. Man, how those pizzas good. Uh, Order that. And of course, even if you don't think you can win, you enter... Uh, this is an individual trivia competition, but so you well, can bring as many friends as you want. If you're not going to come just because you think you're
0: not going to win, that's kind of silly to me because you got a bunch of wrestling fans all at the same place at the same time, chanting with the music, talking trash, cutting promos. Man, come on out and have fun and wear your favorite wrestling T-shirt because I see so many cool T-shirts when we go to the wrestling trivia.
2: Yeah, there's Too no cool. there's no shame in losing, right, Dustin? You've done it many times at the wrestling well, trivia. Well, no, I've also <laughs> won
0: many times, Kevin, despite how many obstacles you put forth. In front of the five star squad,
2: do so. you think I'm more like uh, Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon as far as how mm, I run my?
0: No, I'm probably shows. you're you're uh you know vengeful like Shane McMahon, but then also you try to play, you try to act like you're playing uh playing it straight
2: like Daniel Bryan. I get, I, you know, because Daniel like Daniel Bryan, I think I give the fans what they want. I oh, listen gosh. to the fans. Here we go. Okay, so that's the Rasslin Trivia yep. Rumble. We'll talk more about it as we get closer. January 25th, Memphis May Taproom, CerritoTrivia.com. Okay, let's get into it. TMZ Week here. Okay,
0: TMZ Week. I thought it was WWE Week on the USA Network, but man. It's WWE Week on TMZ. TMZ. It was like every single day you had a new story from TMZ, and let's start out with one of the – I guess this is a fun story or maybe a funny story. Here, here's the headline, okay? okay I'll give you the headline? The headline? Enzo, WWE's Enzo Amore. We're starting
2: with this one, all right.
0: <laughs> refuses to remove penis from driver's license. Kevin, ex- explain this. Like okay. how is this even? Enzo Amore. They're
2: still selling those wigs at shows. Does Brady have one of those? He does not have, but he does have the shirts and stuff. That is the headline, right? That is the headline. Yeah. Not only that, but it was listed as breaking news. <laughs>
0: oh, breaking news, everybody. Enzo has drawn a uh, graphic image on his driver's license signature, and they actually have a picture of it. You know, They covered all of his uh, personal information on the side of it. But uh, here's, here's another quote well, well, from it, the story. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. super funny. Quote from Enzo Amori in this story. I've been signing this signature <laughs> since grade school. Oh, so he has his signature. I want to see proof of, like, his grade school, you know, papers where he signed his name like this. He signs (laughs) his name to purposely look like... A male... We could say penis. Private part. We can say say penis. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like male privates. And it really, like... It's an A and an E, isn't it?
2: Is it? Does it look like an A and E, too? I mean, sideways. (laughs) (laughs) You can make anything look like anything. So that... So your WWE cruiserweight
0: champion is making headlines right now on TMZ and all across the internet because of his
2: signature that looks like a penis. So it's (laughs) on his driver's license, but they want him – To get a new one or get it scrubbed off? I don't know. How did it get printed?
0: The state of Delaware apparently is all over him about this, that it's a graphic image that needs to be removed. And Enzo is digging his heels in saying, absolutely not. I've been signing it this way for a long time. I will not remove that from my driver's license. So who even knows what the resolution here is? But I just did think it was funny to bring it up here on Serena
2: Live. And then when uh, Big Cass comes back, he'll say, like, that picture on your driver's license is (laughs) S." A W F T, As opposed to... <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. And if, if, if it couldn't get any sillier, do you want to go to the D- story number two?
2: WWE Week <laughs> on TMZ and the USA Network. What's the other TMZ story?
0: All right, so this is another fun one. So apparently Macaulay Culkin has finally this made his
2: debut... <laughs> Finally in, made his professional in the wrestling. wrestling world. That's right. In Macaulay December, Culkin. appropriately, he's got to Kevin from Home Alone. It says, here's part of the story.
0: Macaulay Cook channeled his inner Randy Savage and dominated a pro wrestling
2: match in L.A. on Thursday. In the match, the, who was famous in the match? He, so you had even,
0: he even flew off the top rope. So it was a match between, let's see, Joey Ryan, Candice LeRae, and Dick Justice versus Peter Avalon, Ray Rosa, and Swaggle, which is Hornswoggle. So the guys that we know are probably Joey Ryan, Hornswoggle,
2: and Macaulay Culkin, right? Right, Macaulay Culkin, definitely the most famous person in this match.
0: Yeah, and he was wearing a Hot Rod Rowdy Roddy Piper t-shirt. And bunny ears. And bunny ears. Now, I'm not sure why the bunny ears were there other than just to say, hey, I'm Macaulay Culkin, I'm wearing something silly.
2: It's a reference to something that he did, I think, in the past.
0: There's actually video
2: was actually, video so you of video. this. Pro Wrestling Sheet got the video. Uh, and TMZ, of course, picked that up. Of but that the thing that makes a headline is not that Macaulay Culkin's involved with wrestling, but that he was doing the yeah. the um, the different tricks and traps that he would do from Home Alone was part of the whole gimmick. Though like he was there uh, with a bucket. And a bucket was a big part of it. A bucket of balls. So that goes right into— Why was not a paint can? I don't know why it was not a paint can. It
0: all kind of ties together with the previous subject. So it was a bucket (laughs) of balls, and the heels were running. And, of course, Macaulay Culkin throws the balls into the ring out of the bucket, and they slip, and they fall down. The bad guys fall down. Of course, the good guys were able to get back on top. They launched Macaulay Culkin off the top rope. Boom! And he hits the big crossbody, and uh, that was kind of it. The place was packed, and there were— they were loving Macaulay Culkin chanting "Home Alone, Home Alone."
2: <laughs> so, when does Macaulay Culkin make his WWE? Okay, debut? I just googled because I was trying to trying to when does he make his WWE debut? Macaulay Culkin's the bunny ear thing because that is bothering me. Um, I thought it was just a way to stand out, but you know, Macaulay but he wears them all the
0: time. He would uh, he would debut in two hundred five live because he's definitely under two hundred five.
2: McCulkin spends oh yeah definitely Culkin spends his time painting. Uh, writing, hosting, friends, and whatevering. Apparently, he oh. does uh, much of this while wearing rabbit ears, as pictured above. This is his quote: "Easter's the one time of the year when you can buy bunny ears, so you gotta stock up." <laughs> <laughs> what? That's from uh, E Online. And you guys go go to go to TMZ, and I'll try to because he's been at like too. NBA games with bunny ears on and stuff. And you got to
0: watch this video. And to me, Macaulay Culkin looks like. I mean, other than being a little
2: taller, does he look any older? He still looks like a teenager to me. He still looks about the you know he still looks like a teenager, yeah. But he looks a little bit older. He looks a little bit older. There's been pictures out before where he looked really bad, but um, maybe we'll finally see the wet bandits well, I, inside the squared I, circle. Yeah, I wonder like <sighs> when he was going up against Hornswall, I was like, is that Joe Pesci or who is that? <laughs> but. Uh, how did this play? Like, how did this went to? Like, this was at some bar, some random bar wrestling show. It's not like this even happened uh, with Impact Wrestling or right. Ring of Honor.
0: It was a cell phone camera that took the uh, took the video and was released. It wasn't even like a professional, you know, production. It was. A, it looked like a small show, like you say, but it was jam packed full of wrestling fans.
2: Because this seems like a perfect gimmick for WWE. Like he could have been the host of Monday Night Raw one week and yeah. just come on and done this. And would we have? Would the reaction have been different? It would have been different if WWE did. Macaulay Culkin comes in and does his traps from Home Alone on a wrestler. Like, would people think it was as cool as they think it is now? Or is it part of the appeal, the fact that it just happened and got caught on cell phone camera?
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't even know how it would even – is Macaulay Culkin well, like, still that big of a star where he could go to WWE and, and people would know who he is? Holiday time, absolutely.
2: Yeah, holiday time. You're absolutely right. Yeah. he's He's, all, he's fresh on everybody's right. mind and he can do the – because, like, when WWE did that match with our buddies Gallows and Anderson just recently, you know, like the yeah. Halloween pumpkin match, what what was that called? Oh, Trick-or-treat God. match? Something like that. But it was fun. Right. But people were like, oh, that why is this on my TV? Yeah. You know. Uh, the holiday things. All right. So last story? Last
0: TMZ story. Last TMZ story. <laughs> and this one's not a fun one, but it does have a Memphis tie. Former WWE Cruiserweight Champion Rich Swann was arrested for battery and imprisoning his wife. And that's alleged, by the way. So um, that's what they're saying. And who is his wife? Well, his wife is former Memphis wrestler Sue Young, who is a former WWE developmental talent. And also, a little, you might not know this, a few people probably do, is he is uh, Jerry Lawler's ex girlfriend, to my knowledge. To Had your relationship. knowledge? Yeah. Is, so, she was on Memphis TV for quite a while before going to WWE developmental. She stayed in Florida, and that's where she was working an independent show. Rich Swann apparently picked her up from the event on the way home. Uh, What's her name again? Her name is Sue Young. Okay. Real name, Vanna. Real name. And so anyways, apparently. Was she on Memphis TV? She was on Memphis TV for quite a while. As what name? Sue Young. She was Sue Young on Memphis. <laughs> yep, Sue Young. But uh, Rich has been suspended indefinitely from WWE. Apparently they have a zero tolerance policy um he allegedly put her in a headlock when she exited the car during an um, an, uh, argument Um, he drug her back to the car put her in there who knows what really happened but one of the things that really bothers me on this kevin is some of the reports are suggesting that they know this couple and that they know how they live their lives behind closed doors i think one of the one of the things that one of these silly websites reported was that oh when you talk to their friends They could tell you they could see this coming because of their explosive relationship. Shut up. That makes me so mad. Just shut up. If you have no news that's legit that you can actually report, shut your mouths and don't post it online. That is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard. Somebody speculating on somebody's personal relationship. How long was Lawler dating her?
2: They look, listen to me. Yeah, now you're you're, you're back. yeah
0: now you're back on the Lawler thing. I knew I'm going to get in big trouble for that one. Uh, I don't know if they were legitimately boyfriend girlfriend. I know that Lawler paid several visits to her in um, uh, in developmental in Florida, and it was a well known
2: thing. It was a known thing. Wait, were you were were you down there with who was down there? Was Swan wasn't there? Swan was, Cause cause not, was there. not there.
0: No, that was years later.
2: You said you. I saw you tweet this week. You're the only person without an ugly sweater. Look at these ugly sweaters that. Uh, that they have they made some homemade nwo, NWO sweaters. sweaters yeah you know and when i clicked on that they picture, look like a
0: very happy couple yeah we're looking at rich swan and um his his wife and i didn't even know that they were married so they are his married wife sue young um and that's how i knew when i clicked the link i just like everybody else i clicked the link and i was like oh wow they're Sue young wait a minute and i put it all together so there's your memphis tie there i hope everything works out the best for rich and for for vanna um I hate to see anybody get suspended. He they was, have not lifted the suspension yet, so there's not been a, an official ruling on it. So this could be something like— uh, Wasn't
2: he like going to be the number 1 contender for the Cruiserweight Championship? He
0: had a big match on Monday Night Raw, and the only mention that they, they said was WWE has uh, stripped that opportunity from him. They didn't mention any of the reasons why or anything like that, but legitimately they have suspended him indefinitely for this. Well, and, how about uh, that
2: uh, uh, Memphis connection to that story? So TMZ Week— yeah. Ooh, it was a rough one. Or WWE week on TMZ or like just like USA Network. A <laughs> uh, little bit different. Never
0: know what you're going to get. Now, two out of those three TMZ stories were from the WWE 205 Live. And also, real quick, that is before, true. before we do move on, um, last week we mentioned a brand new episode of Jerry Lawler's Classic Memphis Wrestling. That new episode—it didn't air. Dad I was going to
2: say, you, why air. are you lying to the people?
0: I didn't lie to the people. The king actually sent out a tweet last Saturday during that show that there were technical difficulties. Uh, apparently, there was a situation with uploading the new show. That brand new episode will air today at five p.m. on CW thirty. So go and set your reminder, your TiVo, your DVR, whatever you have, go in there and record that at five p.m. today on CW thirty. Uh, they promised to have the new episode featuring Dangerous Doug Gilbert. So
2: that will air today. It will air today. Because I turned my DVR on, and I was like, wait a minute. Doug and, D and Doug Gilbert are looking a lot And light. if it doesn't air today, then I can promise the king's
0: probably going to be at the studio dropping the strap on somebody. Maybe even throwing some fire.
2: All right. We're mo- we... <laughs> So coming up, we're going to talk about the. Here's some other stories we got, we got to discuss here because the pay per views tomorrow. We preview that with Andrew Goldstein. They also announced a new WWE Facebook show and possibly the XFL uh, returning was in the news this week, and uh, we'll go over some of that with Andrew Goldstein. What? Wait a minute, huh? What'd yeah. you say?
0: The XFL. XFL. So like the NWA is back and the XFL is back in the, in in 2017.
2: The NWA is not really back. What are
0: you talking about? Yeah, it is. Nick Aldis just won the world heavyweight championship. Yeah. Where? Billy, Billy uh, uh, Corgan from the Smashing has purchased He's got the it. rights. Well, he purchased it, and he's running. And, uh, yeah, it's
2: just as silly as the XFL coming back, the NWA is back. All right, well, we've got to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll continue to talk wrestling on the radio right here on Sports 56 and 877-FM.
0: Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do
2: you sit around at night looking at your
1: phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia.
0: Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub clip. It's a trivia night with questions about
1: stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and dream specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis' most unique trivia experience to your next party. Work function, or
0: special event.
1: Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday
0: order. Or satisfy excited to fix wing prizes, laughing out loud, high the eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, rock paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends.
1: CerritoTrivia.com.
0: Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 877-FM.
2: Welcome back. Thanks for making us a part of your week. And we're continuing to talk wrestling on the radio as we do every Saturday at 11 here. On Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We're about to be joined by Andrew Goldstein... A uh, former WWE creative team member is going to be here to help us preview tomorrow's pay-per-view. But first... Yeah, I got a couple of tweets. Got yeah, a we couple did, a, of tweets. Yeah. yeah, we did ask a little little mini version here of Cerrito Livewire. We did ask for your thoughts since neither one of us could be at Minglewood Hall last night for NXT. So what are some of the listeners saying, Justin? What are they saying? Well, at R
0: 1218 says, no Adam Cole, Gargano, or Sanity, but I'll tell you that Omo Ono Almas match... With Zelina getting involved, was really something else. And he mentions all the powder, the chain, all that kind of stuff. All the Memphis and then,
2: stuff we talked about Yeah, all there. the good
0: Memphis stuff. And then um, at Gore Sports says, Almas Ono, best match of the night, great work and storytelling. Also mentioned that Kona Reeves got zero reaction. I don't even know who that is just yet. And then also first time seeing a show at Minglewood Hall. So shout out to Minglewood Hall. He says that the perfect venue for the event should be a bucket list item for any wrestling fan to attend a show there. I praise for Minglewood Hall, and I really enjoy any kind of event at Minglewood Hall.
2: So anything else? Anything any other?
0: Well, anything a couple a couple do? of ones that were uh, – I wasn't sold on heavy machinery or Bianca Belair, but it would be interesting to see this? how Brenna Williams progresses in her uh, career. That was at Gore Sports as well. Gore Sports. So some And interest- then also Arnaz. Arnaz tweeted us that um, – okay. uh, Cassius oh, your, rival? oh no. your trivia rival. My trivia rival. Yeah, did. Uh, he actually pulled out the old Fargo strut, and then a couple of the tag teams were doing some Elvis dancing. You know, you got to have
2: some Elvis dancing. You don't have to. In Memphis, he, NXT. If it's a wrestling show, you got to have some Fargo or some Lawler. I think that's cool. They did that kind of Memphis tribute match. Yeah. Because, you, know, uh, like, you know, when WWE comes to town, they always do like whatever city street fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is actually
0: really they really well, paid homage to the yeah, Beale Street street fight. So right. would it be a Beale Street
2: fight or a Beale Street street fight? Bill Street street fight. Okay. I don't know. All right, we just booked that. All right. <laughs> oh uh, before every single WWE pay-per-view, we're joined by former WWE creative writer Andrew Goldstein, and he joins us now. What's up, Andrew? What's up, brothers? What's up? Brother. Happy holidays to you. Um you too. All right. So let's uh, – we'll we'll get to Clash of Champions in a minute. You're hating that, aren't you? You don't like the card. You don't like the show. We'll, okay, we'll start with it if you want, Dustin. Like, no, no, no. I think, no, the, card is, I think the card is – If the viewers or Andrew could see your face when you said that, you were just kind of like, eh, Clash <laughs> of Champions. There's a couple <laughs> of interesting things. All right. We'll start with it. Here's my th- – I was listening to a uh, wrestling podcast this week, uh, The Masked Man Show, our buddy Dave mm-hmm. Schilling on that show. Go. And – a very interesting theory was thrown out by by Dave Shoemaker and that – because it looks like AJ – AJ, it makes no sense. You can't figure out any reason why Jinder would beat AJ, right? Because wouldn't Jinder have had the title in India for that uh, India show if he was going to be champion? Um, and AJ Styles is the best worker in the business right now, and they can set up a good match with AJ versus – fill in the blank for WrestleMania for the title. Uh, that it makes no sense. But his idea was like, yeah, maybe it does make sense because the times that makes sense for Jinder to win the title are the times when it doesn't make sense. And like the heat, yeah. the heat, the heat that he will get if he beats AJ right now, because all the fans are thinking, there's no reason he should have the title right now. AJ's awesome, blah, blah, blah. Right. Give him the title again. Well, he'll have that same heat he had when he first won it.
1: I was coming into this call, I was going to say there's, 80% chance AJ wins but there's a good 20% chance I think that they that they put gender over just to keep him as a viable uh strong heel and like Shoemaker said I think I, I think that theory holds some water
0: well look at the booking on it too AJ is continuing to beat and dominate the Singh brothers and get over on gender every single week so is that a um, is that a wrestling booking storyline where we see the heel actually win the match because it's three on one?
1: Yeah, I mean, unless with the Singh brothers, they are le- you know, they teased it on SmackDown, but obviously it was a ruse. But if the Singh brothers are sort of going to screw over uh, the modern day Maharaja, <laughs> and, and that's how AJ goes over. But I don't think AJ needs that. But then again, you know, really thinking down the road, does, is AJ one of those guys who doesn't need the title?
2: Hmm. I think the but, title needs clearly, him right now. Yeah, the
0: title might yeah, need him. Yeah, but
1: clearly you yeah. want AJ to be the champion going into WrestleMania. I think that's the goal, but until then, I think they, I don't like it, but I think they could swap the title a few times. But just right. to keep Ginger strong, because he has lost some steam, uh, I think, like I said, I, I just think there's a 20% chance Ginger goes over in like a classic Vince McMahon uh, going against what everybody thinks is going to
2: happen. I mean, he was the reason he was champion was in part is trolling the audience. It's like we can he can get the heat because nobody thinks he deserves it, so he's going to get booed and and, and they've set it back up to that situation here. Uh, so yeah, Oof, that that will be that will be fascinating. Hopefully AJ holds on to the to the belt. I mean,
1: or. honestly, if Ginger goes over and AJ wins the Rumble and then AJ picks the you know Raw champion, you know we're off to the races.
0: Ooh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then that would that well, so would he be able to do that, or is he forced to pick the SmackDown championship to go for at WrestleMania? I, I, have, they I don't think it's, over?
1: I don't think I don't think any rule is ironclad, right. So I think <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll. I'm just throwing out scenarios, but I think you know they may have loved AJ Brock so much that they're like, you know what, let's get back to that for Mania. You know, I mean, you never know
2: that is, that is interesting cuz we are on that i mean the road the wrestlemania starts uh at survivor series pretty much i mean they're starting to put the pieces in place it uh you know kicks into gear at royal rumble and definitely when the when the calendar changes coming up so that's the big headlining match you've got aj styles versus jinder mahal but you also have uh on the card that tag team match um it's a little weird
0: to me. It's a little weird, first of all, putting Orton and Shinsuke together, and I'm sure that's what you're talking about. But yes. I do like the fact that you have two special refs because now you don't really know what's going to happen. And now I think that you believe that Daniel Bryan would turn heel, right? No, I mean if they do, I think it's stupid. But okay, I thought I heard you mention that. I think yeah, that if Shane might turn. What do you think, Andrew? What's going to
1: happen? Well, Orton and Shin- Orton and Shinsuke together as a team is reminiscent of like a Jim Crockett Senior Memorial tag team. tournament team where it's like two disparate guys just put together but it's fun it's fun to watch but uh yeah i've been racking my brain about these this two referee situation plus stipulation like what which way they're going to go with it i honestly feel like the match is going to end with the classic you know shane counts the three for the one team and daniel bryan counts the three for the other team and we go off the air not knowing what happened uh, at the end of the match. Oh, you have no. to tune in to SmackDown to see how it all plays out. What is the special that's, stipulation? Honestly, that's my gut feeling on that match. Yeah, yeah I would put money on that. It, yeah.
0: What is that stipulation? What?
2: The stipulation I, for the match. I, so they leave the company. They have okay, to leave. so they're gone. They, they Not just SmackDown, but they have to leave all of WWE. Okay. Wow.
1: Yeah, they're completely fired. But again, you know, the other way they could go is they lose, and you're like, oh, oh, my God, they just were fired from the company, and then they show up on Raw.
0: Right, or
2: NXT. and that? Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, they could show up on Raw. and <laughs> like a big two. <laughs> they, they could show but up. On... I, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, but my gut feeling is that we get some kind of confusion, you know, schmaz type finish with the two referees, because I was – why else would you put the referee, you know, the double referee situation in there? The other thing I find yeah. interesting is, you know, they've been teasing us with Daniel Bryan uh, taking bumps. You know, yes. they, they he, took, he took the choke slam off camera from Kane. He's getting involved in storylines. This is the first time since he's been GM, since he's had these, you know, uh, concussion issues, that he is actually stepping in the ring in an active role. I'm pretty sure he's going to take some kind of bump in this match. So it'll be interesting to see if they're... If they're sort of testing the water for for a, a, a short comeback by Daniel Bryan. Cool. Now everybody
0: everybody listening wants to hear that the rumors we're hearing are true about Daniel Bryan coming back for one more match. Have you heard anything that will make us truly believe that we might get some sort of match? And if we do, will it be against Shane?
1: The only the, I'm only seeing what you you guys are seeing, which is the, the reports that he's cleared by you know, all kinds of doctors hmm. and he's waiting for WWE to give him the green light, but he clearly wants to wrestle. He said he wants to wrestle. It, you know, doctors are saying he's healthy. Uh, it you know, they talked about it on, on total Bella. So, I mean, it's out there. So I, I would love to see it. I wouldn't, you know, I don't think it's worth it to come back into a wrestling ring to rest Shane that's just my opinion. I'd rather see if we're going to get one more match in the you know in the career of Daniel Bryan. I want it to be you know Daniel Bryan with an opponent that can make Daniel Bryan look as good as possible. So or be able to do what Daniel Bryan's capable of doing. So that's not my. I I, I think we're getting Shane versus uh, Triple H at WrestleMania somehow. Right. And I think if Daniel Bryan comes back, I'm not I'm not there yet. I don't exactly have a prediction yet.
0: But, but before this, it would have been Miz. And it seems like they've since they switched shows, now we're not going to get, which I thought would have been a good match.
2: You right, still Kevin? could get it. Miz is gone. Yeah. He could come back. He knows. Hmm. Oh,
0: I mean, that,
1: that's all kinds of money. I mean, imagine the package that they rolled before that match of all of the interactions going all the way back to Daniel Bryan being his NXT, his NXT uh, you know, um, intern. Not right. intern, but uh, apprentice. So, I mean, there's a lot of history between those two. So I would love to see that
2: match. And just because Daniel Bryan, he may not just come back for one more match. He may come back for more than one match. So if his first match is against Shane, then, then it's against Shane. And then maybe his next match. A match
0: against Shane might be a little safer, less bumps, more kicks. Or, and then if, if Shane, you know Shane's going to jump off something this, so Daniel can move, right. I don't know. Yeah, let can, Shane take the bumps
1: and let Daniel yeah. Bryan just, you know. Uh, bounce off him, but I, you know, again, I it, it's my pet peeve with Daniel Bryan's whole run in WWE, which is they, it, is, uh, harsh, but they wasted a lot of time with him. Uh, looking you know, retrospectively speaking, they were, wasted a, a lot of his prime on matches, you know, tag team matches with Kane and this and that, and we never really got Punk versus Bryan on the main stage. I mean, we got it on like a lower level pay per view. I mean, there's just a lot of like money left on the table, Daniel Bryan, and I would hate. For just the, the same reason, I didn't. In, I didn't like that AJ Styles' first WrestleMania match against Shane. Though, you know, anytime you wrestle a McMahon, you're in the main event. Right, so,
2: right, yeah, and and yeah, I I completely agree. All right, so because Daniel Bryan, it could this could hey this could end up. I'm just fantasy booking my mind right now. Like, why not Daniel Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens? Right, like why couldn't it end up being that? Because they're all involved in this I, feud. So you know. What's
1: interesting about that is if you, if you watch SmackDown carefully this week, I mean, I've, I found it really amazing that Daniel Bryan on commentary talked about their history outside of WWE with, with Kevin Owens chatter. You know, um, uh, I think he, he shattered his eardrum or something like that in the indies, and he talked about it on commentary. So, again, those are tea leaves. That, that easily could be, you know, them setting the table uh preconditioning the, the fans to, to understand why a Kevin Owens Daniel Bryan match would mean something.
2: Daniel Bryan great on great on commentary the other night. So we're we're previewing uh so the Clash of No D the Champions. There's no D's in it. There are champions. They're no, just not they're clashing no against, the, against each it used other. used to be the clash of the champions or clash oh, of the oh, the champions. Okay. <laughs> There's no D the in the name of it. I'm trying to say the name right. Clash of champions. Smackdown. Anything else on this card, uh, interest you at all besides because to me it's it really is like what are they get is aj versus gender or are they going to give gender the title back well, and who knows what the tag match will lead to oh the tag match does look really good though it'd
1: be it'd be really easy to be super snarky and say like this is just a really fun episode of smackdown uh-huh. but <laughs> but in the tradition of the clash of champions in nwa and then in wcw those shows were just glorified, you know, really well booked episodes of their TV. That's true. So this is right in line with the tradition. <laughs> I like the tag. Yeah, the tag team uh The tag team match is, super, is fun. Obviously, when you have four teams, eight guys in the uh, eight guys in the ring, it's like it's it, it's a little hard to follow. I'm excited for Zack Ryder versus um, uh, Mojo. Uh, yeah. Mojo.
0: I have that written I'm down to talk to... about. Amazing. Yeah,
1: because look. Like he said in his promo, I mean, Mojo went over in the entree of the John Paul Royal, and since then they've done nothing with him. He's finally uh, sort of showing some personality, getting rid of sort of the over-the-top hokey, you know, high-energy get hype stuff, and he's really like a—he's looking like a furious heel now. So I'm hoping that uh, they
2: stick with that.
1: The only he clearly is going to go over. They don't yeah. need Ryder to win here. With a name like and, uh,
2: With a yeah. name like Mojo, he should join the Wyatt family. Oh gosh! Sir, like... sure. all
1: right, but go ahead. Or the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I Which, was just going to say Zach that.
2: I, I the
0: only thing that I don't like about this is that we all know Mojo's going to win. We know Mojo's going to win. I would be shocked if Zack Ryder beat Mojo. Hey, Zack
2: Ryder! Zach Ryder wa- we didn't think he was going to win that match in Mania. True,
0: but I just yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm like, like I you, wouldn't Andrew.
2: be surprised. I wouldn't be
1: surprised if that match doesn't even start. If if they do one of those deals, you know, to give all the other matches time, they kind of just have Mojo beat down Zach before the bell and the match gets thrown out, something like that. Just something to put over Mojo uh, as this like new monster heel that we need to we need to worry about. It's
2: supposed to be on the kickoff show, so it will probably
1: <laughs> Oh well then if that's the case they'll get time. Yeah. And I yeah, I think it's a foregone conclusion. The story is leaning in Mojo's uh, direction.
2: All right, we're talking with Andrew Goldstein. You can follow him at Ainge Gold on Twitter. Let's uh, get off the the pay-per-view for a minute because WWE announced the new their new Facebook show this week, the Mixed Match Challenge. What are your thoughts on this? The teams, uh, it'll be a mixed tag match tournament with the winning team gets to give $100,000 to the charity of their choice. In the advertisements, they're advertising Braun Strowman as one of the contestants uh, in this which I didn't know Braun Strowman had a charity of his. I'd like, be interesting to see what Braun Strowman's what charity, charity is of choice. Yeah. But anyway, it's
1: some it's some beard related charity.
2: <laughs> what do you think about this uh, this concept? This Facebook show that's going to bump two hundred five live um, and uh, air on on uh, Facebook.
1: Well, I think the idea of, of a show living on Facebook is progressive and, and uh, a good step for WWE. they they're usually a step behind uh, sometimes in terms of uh, social media. So uh, I like that. The mixed tag is kind of fun. It's not my favorite, uh, it's not my favorite thing. Me either. But it'll be cool. I like that money is sort of put back as the thing that they're fighting for. I've, oh, yeah. I've, I'm always a big proponent of, you know, in the 80s, there were a lot of matches that were based on a money prize. You know, look at the... Uh, you know, Andre and Stud with the bat, with the gym bag full of money, and the and the million dollar uh, challenge with Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. So there's, uh, I, I like the old school feel of of money being on the line instead of a
2: title. Yeah, so many Memphis matches where Lawler put his car on the line and yeah. um, cash yeah. on the line and stuff yeah. too. So.
0: Also, it kind of reminds exactly. me of reality TV, like the challenge where they play where it's uh, pros versus champs or whatever, and then they all pick a charity and the yeah. money goes to the charity. So it seems like. I, I like how it, it sim, somehow, to me, it legitimizes that they're actually working for the money to donate to the charity. I don't know. It and just brings a different element for it.
1: Ironically, Miz is the host of the challenge right now yep. on MTV. And so does a great job, we gotta too. Get CT, we, we got to get CT from MTV in, in this tournament.
2: Right, right. <laughs> Miz is oh, a, a d- competitor for the Mix Max Challenge, which is uh, set to premiere January 16th. And it's going to be twelve episodes on Facebook Watch, which is not to be confused with the Apple Watch. It's not. Uh, it's not going to air like if the Facebook. You had to watch it on your Facebook Watch. Would be something, but um, and
0: those of you wondering, like the Memphis Hustle, they air their show or they air their games live literally. on Facebook, and the production is really good. You're not going to miss a whole lot of the production quality or anything. It's going to be just it's, like watching it on TV. It
1: is the future, you
0: know. What? Yeah, go ahead.
1: I wonder if I wonder if they'll use this uh, mixed match tournament as a way to showcase what they've been teasing with Nia Jax and uh, Enzo Amore—the the budding love affair.
0: How about that? Yeah, yeah. What do you think Nia Jax feels about Enzo Amore's signature on his driver's license? <laughs> <laughs> she think it's.
1: <laughs> I love. I love the whole. I love. <laughs> usually, I'm against uh, the romantic storylines. I use. They mm-hmm. usually they fall flat a lot of times, but this one is seems really fun to me i think there's a lot of places you could go with it
2: okay a couple more things really fast it was the tribute of the uh the tribute to the troops this week at wwe uh that was going on when you were there right do you have any insight on on how that is planned or put together
1: yeah it's a it's a big initiative in the company uh i remember wanting to go and writers being told uh we don't go (laughs) uh and i remember um yeah, I mean, I think when I was there, it was anybody, any wrestler who wants to go can go, and it's just a really big initiative. I mean, obviously, Vince McMahon is is a very strong, uh, patriotic uh, individual. There's American flags and and uh, all kinds of, and, and any sort of patriotic holiday they they make uh, they make do with it. So. Uh, it's just a really big initiative in the company. They take it very seriously, and I think it's all, it's going to be around for a very long time.
2: There was the perfect opportunity to have a cameo by WWE Hall of Famer slash United States President Donald Trump, and he wasn't on it. Uh, True, they have
1: they have distanced themselves from uh, said Hall of Famer, but
2: uh, not as far as they've distanced from- themselves from Hulk Hogan. <laughs>
0: just wait, be patient, True. Kevin. <laughs> Be, be patient, Kevin. All
2: right, last thing. Rumors this week that Vince McMahon wants to bring back the XFL. Oh, man. Really? Was that ever a conversation yeah, I- that you heard? <laughs> what do you think?
1: Sheesh. It was, never, it was never a conversation when I was there, but I, I, he met, I think, you know, he may have seen the 30 for 30, saw how popular that was, and I think he might be looking at the state of professional football right now yep. mm-hmm. and saying, I can do this better than the NFL. And that might be his motivation, but I just think uh, I don't know. I think he's barking up the wrong tree. Unless Vince McMahon buys into a professional football team and becomes an NFL owner, that would that's be awesome. only that that's would the, be awesome. That's the only way. That's the only way a WWE NFL connection or a football connection works for me. I don't think bringing back the XFL has a league with games being played and teams and the whole thing. I, don't, I just don't think it's going to work, especially in the climate of 2017 where mm. Twitter exists and Facebook. I mean, it'll get roasted immediately.
2: I, I want uh, yeah I want them to buy the Tennessee Titans, move them to Memphis, and rename them the Memphis Maniacs. Love it. <laughs> How's That'd, be, that? it. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> All right, Andrew, thanks for joining us. Uh, we always appreciate it. We'll see. I'm, I'm interested in the pay-per-view, Dustin. I'm gonna, these matches, because which way they go, but more than likely, uh, there'll be a lot more story to be told on these things. That, that Thank you, guys. For. Appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. Yes, Happy holidays. That's Andrew Goldstein joins us every month while i at Ainge Gold on social media. That's it for our show today.
0: That's good. Loaded show. Now we're awesome. off next week, but then
2: when we come back, it's going to be Memphis Grizzlies Wrestling Night, right? Yeah. We will preview that with the Vince McMahon of Grizzlies Wrestling Night, Jason Potter. And we're scheduled to be joined yeah. by a WWE superstar. Can as I we tell get, him? Get closer. You Can can't I, I can't him. tell him? You can't uh, tell him. As on. we get closer and closer. Kevin, come no, on. You cannot reveal it yet. I will say, this:
0: is this the biggest star that we've ever had? No, one of them. We've had Brett the Hitman. Yeah, Haller, yeah, you're right. Jerry you're Lawler right. on the show. Yeah. All right. Well, it's going to be
2: huge. According to Coco Beware, you're the biggest star we've ever had on the show. Well, you're you're welcome (laughs) for me joining you every week. (laughs) All right, uh, y'all. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cerrito. Dustin's at Dustin Star. Maybe we'll announce it on social media uh, before we get back here in two weeks. You'll definitely be able to find out about it on social media before uh, we are here because we're off next week uh, for the holidays. But I want to thank everybody for listening. Have a very safe and happy uh, holidays here over the next couple weeks. We'll be back on December 30th live. The show will start at 10, Wrestling Hour at 11. So, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Until then, I'm Kevin Cerrito saying, "So long from my top, Mount Moriah."